0: Hello, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Kay, and I'm back with another podcast. I'm here with my cousin, Marissa. And today, we're going to be talking about fashion, and we're also going to be talking about her sunglasses line that she just came out with. So introduce yourself. Hey, guys.
1: My name is Marissa. I'm Mama four and founder of 1989 Eyewear.
0: OK, so we're just going to jump right into the questions. You ready? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OK. What is fashion to you? Like, how would you define fashion?
1: Personally, for me, it's, like, what you choose to, like, be or, or how you choose to feel. Like, right. for me, if I want to be, like, comfortable, then I'll put on sweats. But, like, sometimes I want to feel like a boss bitch and I'll put on a blazer suit. Sometimes I yes. want to feel like, all right, I'm going to brunch with my girls and it's, like, jeans and heels. So, I think fashion for me is, like, what, it's an emotion. Like, depends okay. on, like, my emotions.
0: Right. Okay. So it depends what, what kind of mood you're in, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So do you have a certain fashion icon that you follow or you've been inspired by? Yes. So Zendaya, have you seen yes. Zendaya? Okay. Yes
1: oh my god i fucking love zendaya like she could put on a garbage bag and still pull it <laughs> off i don't know how but she's so fucking just chic and beautiful yeah and uh tracy ellis ross too i feel like tracy ellis ross she does so much like colors and pops of colors mm-hmm. and i'm just so i love that because i growing up i was always like kind of scared to like fuck with colors so right. i always stood by like all black so like very yeah. like basic but when I started watching, like following her, especially Instagram opened a whole new world of fashion for me. Because mm-hmm. before you had to like buy magazines and yeah. things. So when I started following her on Instagram, I was just like, wow, this is, she's definitely like my icon.
0: Yeah. I'm a fan of her. So I think she's a natural beauty. I think she's yeah. really beautiful. Definitely. Mm. How old were you when you realized that you had a love for fashion more so than any other girl oh my god when i was a little girl yeah yeah the
1: earliest of my memories were like second grade that's like when i remember my mom at that time she had like a shortcut and i remember she would wear like orange lipstick and i remember finding that weird i was just like she's fucking that's a bozo move (laughs) like why would you put orange lipstick it looked weird to me but i remember her wearing like blazer suits like blazers and i remember they had like a lot of padding on the shoulders and i remember also being so disgusted by it <laughs> but that when i think back at that time i was like yo what little girl was like really right. noticing those type of details and yeah. like really like even judging you know the appearance of like grown women and as time went on I think when i went to junior high school all the girls would wear sneakers and i always at that time wanted to wear i kind of get i got like freedom to dress how i wanted to like my mom wasn't picking out my clothes in the morning Mm -hmm. and i started wearing her clothes like we had caught up in size my mom's tiny as fuck, so we caught up in size and i remember wearing her like boots they were like chelsea boots almost but like they weren't popular back then for little girls you know yeah, and exactly. I would wear that with jeans and, like, a button-up. And I felt like a boss-ass bitch in sixth grade. <laughs> I remember, like, yo, I'm going to fuck shit up. I'm going to pass this
0: test. Like, I
1: remember I that. look
0: good doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine that. In junior high school, I was all about sneakers and about, like, this, like, crazy colors and patterns. And they always had some new kind of trend, like, whether, whether it was suspenders or yes. something else. So I was, like all about trends i was not yeah. trying to yeah so that's you know
1: that's a fucked up part when i so in junior high i was very like free with like what i wanted to wear and yeah. then when i got to high school was when i started well really in eighth grade like right before high school i started realizing like all right i'm gonna be a corny ass person <laughs> if i walk into high school with heels like nobody did that it was about the jordans and the bell-bottom yes. jeans and yes. the Nietzsche shirt and I kind of was, like, locked in this little, like, bubble of you have to, like, impress yeah. your friends and you have to be down. And yeah. you were going to be mad corny if you walked into school with some chunky heels. <laughs> so, but I remember even at that time thinking to myself, like, I couldn't wait to grow up and be an adult and, like, have a bit a job where I sat in the office. Yeah. So I could Just dress so how, how I really it, yeah. wanted to dress. Yeah, same.
0: Did you have any insecurities growing up or were you always this
1: confident? No, fuck no. Oh, my God. I was so insecure. Yeah. So... I think it was so weird because at home, if I looked in the mirror, I fucking loved what I saw. Like, Mm. I was happy. Like, I remember dancing to the Spice Girls and dressing up in my house. And, like, I remember a lot of my childhood was me dancing in the mirror. And I remember being confident doing it. Right. But when I would have, like, there were girls that didn't like me for whatever reason. A lot of the girls, like, when we grew up on Troutman... A lot of the, like, the little guys started crushing on me, and yeah. girls started not liking me. You know how that shit goes. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember they would always try to, like, break me down, and it started working when I got it into, like, the beginning of high school. They would be like, oh, you got a big nose, Pinocchio, and I remember crying to my mom, like, yo, I need to get a nose job, and she was just like, oh you ridiculous, like, you need and to And how stop. old were you when you... I was about 13 when I started realizing, like, I didn't like my nose, and it wasn't nothing that I realized my um, on my own. It was mm-hmm. like, people would, like, start, like, yeah. saying, like, oh, you got a big nose. Right,
0: all of my insecurities, any of my insecurities, always started because someone says something about it. Yeah, and it's like I didn't see that until you said it. And right, now I'm exactly. Obsessing over it. Yeah,
1: how people even think like shit like that is okay to just like come out and say that. Because Also, yeah. when I was, um, you know, when you're in high school, well, back when I was in high school, being thick was like where it's at. Mm-hmm. Like being skinny was like fuck no, and I was always skinny, skinny, yeah. skinny, and my family will always like tell me. <laughs> my my family will always be like no you look so beautiful oh my god like older women will always look at me and be like wow the perfect body you're so slim but i always felt disgusted with myself because people were telling me like oh you're not thick enough a lot of the guys that was like the the guide thing yeah they'll be like oh you know you need to gain some weight like you will look good with like big hips and i was just like oh no yeah it started fucking with me so i remember thinking like all right when i grow up like two things on my checklist i need to like start gaining weight Mm -hmm. and i definitely need to get a nose job with the gaining weight part i remember i would complain to my mom all the time and my mom was telling she started getting me pills for like appetite i really didn't eat a lot when i was younger um i just wasn't hungry yeah. now that i think back i feel like i ate healthy i ate three meals a day mm-hmm. they were limited it wasn't like a whole bunch of junk food yeah but like, you
0: weren't starving yourself exactly yeah.
1: but when i was younger it was like no you need to eat more you need to eat more oh, so my wow. mom Um, got me some pills to... I remember they were called piatrin or some shit like that. Girl. I used to take them shits. And then I would, like, go crazy around the house eating. And then knock the fuck out. Like, the pills would just have that effect. Like, you would just sleep. And I remember sleeping weeks at a time. Just sleeping my life away. Eating and sleeping. And I started gaining weight. But the thing with those pills is, once you get off of them, you drop the weight. It's not like... They're like an appetite pill, I guess. Wow, yeah. So, I remember, um... I, after a while, I was just like, I don't even give a fuck about being thick anymore because I wanted to chill with my friends. Like, I didn't want to be home fucking eating and sleeping all day. <laughs> so, I was just like, whatever,
0: skinny it is. Yeah. And I just, I didn't care at that point. Yeah. For me, it, um, when I was in high school, I got really skinny. Like, when I started wearing blazers, I got my first boyfriend. He was yeah. older than me. So, I just feel like I always had to, like, look the part. but. Um, I got really skinny, and same thing. I, I had people tell me, "Oh, your legs are so skinny, and you're so skinny, you're so skinny, you're so skinny." But even if you gain weight, people are still going to talk right. about you. Like, so e- either way, it's really got to be about like you just have to really be happy with yourself, no matter what, no matter yeah. how, no matter how much, how long that takes or what it takes for you to do. You really have to just be confident in yourself because people are going to complain anyway yeah and this is not everybody but it you know people have their own insecurities that they're portraying on you so yeah i can i can understand that um in your opinion what was the worst fashion choice that you were like in love with in the past Um, whether it be like your hair or clothes anything
1: I don't know. That's a funny question. Um, I don't think I regret any fashion choice. I feel like at the time, when I look back at my choices back then, I'm like, ew, tacky (laughs) as fuck. But at the time, I was popping. Like I remember in high school when I started gaining weight and I was like a thick bitch and I started getting popular and everybody knew me and I had long, bright red hair and these huge fucking earrings. Everybody (laughs) knew me for these huge earrings. They would always be like, oh, the girl with the huge door knockers, that's what they used to call it. And, um, when I look at those pictures now, I'm like, "Wow, disgusting like <laughs> I would never I could never pull that shit off now, yeah. but I remember I can't regret it because at the time it was in right, and yeah it was it made me a little popular, yeah,
0: okay, I was making some noise <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah I, trust me because i look at back I look back at old pictures like in high school and college i'm like hey, why did I put that outfit together? But in the moment, it was like, this is where it's at. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what I needed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, do you feel like you're at your prime in fashion right now? Like, this is the best you've ever dressed?
1: Fuck no, not at all. No? Not even close, no.
0: Wow. Okay, so I'll what tell do you, you think why.
1: What... When I had my first son... So, I was like 80 fucking pounds when I got pregnant at um, 20. And after I had my son... Well, during my pregnancy, I gained a good, like, 50, 60 pounds. Like, I really, really gained a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. And with that came stretch marks, my saggy skin on my stomach. Mind you, I lived my whole life with this tight stomach. Like, I would sit down and there would be absolutely, like, not one (laughs) chicho. So, going from that to, like, a saggy stomach and the skin just got so damaged to, like, no return. So, now it's just this bag of skin. I wanted a tummy tuck for years. Ever since I had my first son, I was just like, no, I need to get a tummy tuck and get right. But I also knew that I wanted a lot of kids. Yeah. So I told myself, like, just hold off. And I learned to dress around my body. That's when I started learning that, like, not every body type could pull off, you know, certain fashion trends. Yeah. And you just need to find what's right for you. I started learning that. And, um... I started learning how to dress for my body, which worked for me until now. But sometimes I do get insecure. I was just telling my husband this the other day because I feel like I'm not even nowhere. I feel like everyone compliments me on how I dress. Wow, like the way you put these outfits together, it mm. looks so good. But like I'm nowhere near where I wanna be because sometimes. I do have ideas where I'm like, yo, a little crop top with this blazer suit will, will look fire, but I can't pull that off right now. Oh, okay. Like, I can't show my stomach So I have yeah. to work around that insecurity. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm not even close to, like, what I really want right. to do. Right,
0: and that's because you feel like you can't wear exactly what you want exactly, to wear. Exactly, yeah. Okay. What do you think is the worst fashion trend right now for guys and for girls? For guys? I hate saggy pants. And I don't know, if, <laughs> do guys still wear that? Because I don't know. Um... I haven't recently really. seen a guy with saggy pants, though. Well, you mean, like... Like, like sagging. S- sagging? Well, even, like...
1: Their, their yeah, boxes. not, like, even that... Lo- yeah, yeah. But not, like, t- like back then, like, the whole ass was out. Right. Like, you remember that? The whole ass was <laughs> yeah. out. Like, the belt was at their ankles, right. and they would walk. <laughs> but now... And that shit kills me. It gets yeah. me so annoyed. And my husband sometimes, like... His pants will be a little loose and they'll drop, and I'll get so fucking frustrated. And I'm like, bro, you're a fucking adult. Like, pull your pants up. And I feel old, yeah. like, I'm getting old before my own eyes. I'm getting old. Because I remember at that time when that was trending, I thought it was cool when I would see like guys with their underwears hanging out. Right. And I remember my mom would be like, disgusting. You find that cute? Like, you're disgusting. My mom too. And now I'm like, ew. Like, Nigh- I found that cool. <laughs> that was so fucking gross. And for women, I think. Um, um my most the trend that i don't like right now is like i just feel like slutty okay so i feel like back then i was all into like poom poom shorts especially because i have my insecurities with my stomach so that's how i would like like kind of like twist it so Mm -hmm. that i still kind of felt like i'm exposed and i'm showing a little skin so i would have like you know some poom poom shorts right now i kind of feel like all right like you could throw on like some nice work pants and work that shit like you could fuck that shit up where it looks like sexy and nice yeah i'm not really into like you know the tits all out the ass all out yeah that's just not my thing right now
0: okay so this is something that someone had asked me to ask you um what would your best advice be for looking snatched she said i have a bigger bust and bigger hips and I have a harder time finding clothes that emphasize my curves in the right way. Is there any type of clothing that you recommend that'll do that?
1: Um my what I like to do for looking snatched, my little trick is <laughs> I wear a tight, tight top and then like baggy pants. Because the baggy pants make you look like you have like huge hips, right? Because mm-hmm. even if you don't have big hips, um if you don't have big hips and you wear tight pants, it gonna, it's going to look like you don't have big hips. Right. Yeah. But if you wear baggy pants, then it's just like an optical illusion where like, right. wow, so she has... Especially if you have big boobs, you know, I will put a nice tight top and then loose pants. And that's going to give you the illusion like, yo, this bitch is like, look at her in shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah example a lot of the times i would wear like tight jeans but like with a big hoodie because the hoodie's meant to be baggy right but i could still throw that on with some heels and it looked good like it played well depending on the hoodie and the heels that i was putting on mm-hmm. so you have to look for clothes that are or that are meant to be loose okay. and then buy them to your size so they do fit loose
0: no i think what you should do is like you should go in your closet and start trying stuff on and see what fits you well and what doesn't and what does it just throw it out don't keep it there sometimes i keep clothes for too long like i'm gonna fit that one day yeah i'm gonna lose 10 pounds i'm gonna fit those jeans no just throw it out throw it out <laughs> yeah honestly you're gonna depress yourself like it's all yeah. right if it doesn't it's fit sorry. sorry for interrupting but i had to find out <laughs> i was like, I, don't wanna know. I had to know Yeah. okay this is a question for you <laughs> so say if you met john the same way you met him mm-hmm. you fell in love with him same way um however he doesn't know how to dress He lacks a sense of style. Would that immediately turn you off from him, or would that kind of motivate you to give him a makeover, or even ask him to dress a little better? Like, how would you handle that situation?
1: Um, (laughs) that sucks. Cause so one of the reasons why I was really into him, and this is super shallow, was cause he dressed. Um, I think I would have just tried and make him dress better. Mm-hmm. this is so shallow. <laughs> no, you know why I say that? Cause like my first, you know, my, mm-hmm. my first relationship and okay. I would tell him like, yo, why don't you like shape your eyebrows up? Like
0: you dress like him. this. Okay. Yeah. And
1: he'll be like, nah, like that shit ain't for me. And a lot of the time and I was telling John this one day we went to the movies mm-hmm. and I'm a girl that always love wearing heels. Like yeah. I fucking live in heels. Yes. And I I was, like, popping because I was just like, all right, like, I'm an adult. I was 20 years old, and I was just like, I'm going to the movies. Like, now I can wear heels. I don't need to sit in Jordans and impress, like, high school right. k- friends anymore. Like, I can dress how I want. Yeah. And I remember wearing heels that day and going to the movies, and he was just like, that's mad extra. And I was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> what? I was so annoyed because I yeah. thought I was popping. But, yeah. like, when he said that, I was just like, all right, well, I don't then. Oh. You know, maybe, you know... He's just not the one for me. And it ended up not working out for other reasons. No, um, but when... So, with John, the thing is, his... It was more than his dress, like, the way he dressed. Mm-hmm. Because when we first met... um we went to college together, so we met in class, but we never spoke in class. One day I needed a book, a textbook, and I found him. I remember we followed each other for whatever reason on Facebook. I don't even know how that ended up happening. But I remember I needed a textbook one day. School had just started, like the semester just started, and I, I hit him up on Facebook. I was just like, yo, we had the same class. It was history class. And I was just like, yo, do you have this textbook because I need to get this like, work done? And he was just like, "Nah, I don't have it. And that was that. So I, I I ended up purchasing the textbook. But well, you know how college textbooks are mad expensive. Mad expensive. That's what I was trying to, like, avoid. <laughs> yeah. So when I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just, I'm, I have to buy the textbook. When I bought the textbook, I thought about him and I hit him up and I was just like, yo... Do you um do you need me to like send you the pages so that we can complete so you can complete the assignment whatever? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, oh my god, that was so sweet. And that was it. That was the beginning of like whatever we have going on now. Because then we was just texting nonstop, um, and I oh I like from the second we spoke, I fell in love with just his personality, like how fucking funny he was, like how he enjoyed my humor, mm-hmm. and so maybe I do feel like had I not liked the way he dressed, I think I could have persuaded him to, like, dress better or, like, more to my style.
0: Yeah. Before your looks, for me, it would be the way that you dress. It would be the way that you smell. I'm sorry. No, I It is what it is. Like, obviously, obviously, personality is a big thing for me. Like, I, I can't date somebody that's, like super arrogant or cocky or anything like yeah personality is number one but before I look at your face I'm you know you gotta dress well (laughs) you have to know how to put outfits together for me because not everyone's style is the same so we kinda gotta have the same style and the same thing like I've been on dates where I wore heels before, even to the movies I would wear heels, just because that's my style, right. that's how I dress, I'm not a sneaker kind of girl, well, now I am, but before I wasn't a sneaker kind of girl, I only owned probably like one pair of sneakers, everything was boots, everything was heels, um, that's just how I wanted to dress, and I've had that kind of reaction before, where the person was like, you know, what? Like, why are you wearing heels? Like, it's oh, not I that serious. Yeah, but it's like that's my style. That's who right, I am. I'm exactly. not. Tr- it's not because I'm trying to impress you. Right. It's because that's my sense of style. That's how I want to dress. This how I yes, feel comfortable. Exactly. I feel feel more comfortable in heels than I do in sneakers. Yeah. So. Now we're gonna get into your um your line that you just put out your glasses yes. line. So what inspired you to do glasses out of any other accessory?
1: So one of my friends. Um, she was doing bags, right? Um, she has this line, it's called You're So Clutch, and she has beautiful bags. That's how we got into product photography, actually. I remember being into product photography. I remember loving like photographing purses. And then I have another friend who, she has a brand called Lulux and it's clothing. And I remember the first, like, time she asked us to, she wanted to hire us to do her product photography. Yeah. And I was nervous because I'm like, oh, my God, like, you know, are people going to like my style? Are people going to like, like, what I put together? And I created, like, this sort of mood board thing with, like, the pieces that she already had that she wanted to photograph. And then when I showed her it, she loved it. She was just like, yo, I would have never thought to put those pants with that top. So I started falling in love with product photography. But it wasn't until we did, we actually did a shoot for Sunglasses and um (laughs) we did a shoot for sunglasses that's when I realized like yo I love sunglasses it the shoe um it was just one like a one-time business transaction it wasn't like an ongoing thing that we did um the girl had hired us and she's just like I want to do photos for my sunglasses and I remember just thinking, like, yo, if I had a sunglass line, like, I would do this, and I would do this, and I would yeah. do that. Like, I would wear the glasses, and I would photograph them like this. And that's when I realized, like, bitch, you love sunglasses, you know? That um relationship, that business relationship didn't really work out. I remember being depressed after that, because I remember saying, like, yo, I have so many popping ideas for these yeah. sunglasses. And that's after, like, two weeks of me being, like, severely depressed. Like, it was so bad that... People who didn't even, like, personally know me were hitting me up on Instagram, like, yo, you okay? Because I noticed, like, you haven't been on Instagram, like, you haven't been, like, you know, posting anything. And that's when it hit me, like, bitch, you need to step the fuck out of it. Like, wake the fuck up, you know, shit happens, she doesn't like your pictures, that's okay. (laughs) So, I, that's the day that I realized, like, after two weeks of me being depressed, I realized, like, yo, you really, really like sunglasses, and you like shooting sunglasses, and you like styling sunglasses, and, like, maybe this is something that you could do for yourself and so i tried it and i was really scared Mm -hmm. like i was shitting bricks because i was like yo number one like i'm not a known person i don't have like a million followers on instagram so i was like who the fuck is even gonna buy these sunglasses (laughs) but um i was just like you know what fuck it like if i fail i fail but i need to give myself that chance and that's when i really like realized like how much i love the whole sunglasses thing okay
0: what lessons have you learned so far from starting your own glasses line um so i've learned that like number one
1: one thing that always held me back was like i wasn't as popular as like other people like Mm -hmm. i said i didn't have like a huge following on instagram like i was very like to myself and Mm -hmm. like i'm not like a friends person you're not gonna catch me with like a group of girls chilling well now i've I've, i'm starting to like break out of my shell and Mm -hmm. i'm starting to like chill more and like you know meet people and stuff yeah but um I remember always feeling, like, held back. Like, bitch, you can't start a business. Nobody knows you. Like, how the fuck are you going to start a business? And um, I remember thinking to myself, like, bitch, you can't do sunglasses. Like, you know, like, these YouTubers with, like, right. millions of followers do sunglasses. You can't. Yeah. But um, that's the one thing that I, that I learned. It's, like, it has nothing to do with your following and who you know. Mm-hmm. More so your talent. The effort, the work you right. put into it. Right. And also how you treat people. Yeah. So when I started getting like a big following from like doing DIYs, people started hitting me up, like, yo, I need help like designing my house. And I never stopped and thought like, oh, I need to charge these people. I always just was just super mm-hmm. kind and like I never wanted to like leave anybody on red. Like mm-hmm. I tried to fit in at least two minutes to explain to them, like, all right, like, your cabinets should be white, bitch. Like, <laughs> dumb purple cabinets aren't yeah. working, you know? So, but it has helped me a lot because I noticed a lot of the people who I've helped now have been, like, purchasing my sunglasses. Okay. And so, not only purchasing, like, promoting my stuff yeah. for free. Like, it's not like I'm telling these people, like, oh, you need to, like, you know, promote my shit on your Instagram, you know? They just they do, it, they just do it. And I'm just... Yeah. I guess I'm, like, super grateful to see, like, yo, being kind goes a long way. Yeah, it
0: does. Do you have any advice for anyone motivated or inspired to start a business? No matter you know what it is, any business advice, and not the advice that Kim Kardashian. Did you hear about <laughs> Kim Kardashian's advice?
1: You know, me and she, John have been going back and forth with this for a long time because I like, get your
0: ass up and work. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm I don't know. <laughs> I take that like when I heard. Let me answer the question first. Yeah. So I feel like my advice would be get your fucking ass up and work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> my, but you know what? I to to an extent, like you have to. Like I know people that she's have you know. They have kids just like I do, and they work just like I do, and they have a lot, and I understand that because I have a lot going on. Not only that, you have to have the confidence. That's the number Mm -hmm. one thing. Because I remember in the beginning of it, I was just like, "Mm, this is, I feel like iffy. I'm not really confident in myself starting a business. And as time went on, I remember like, because I started this in October, but I didn't launch until February. So it was months in the making. (laughs) Number one, you have to be organized. You Mm -hmm. have to put, set your budget. A lot of people want to have a business, but they don't want to invest. And that's wrong. (laughs) Right. You can't have shitty phone, you know, photos from your iPhone and think like, all right, people are going to buy this. No, girls are huge visuals. Mm -hmm. If I see a photo that looks good, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I don't wear lip gloss, but if that picture looks fire, I'm going to buy that fucking lip gloss. So, like, you need to invest. Invest in your photos, invest in your products. I'm, like, (laughs) huge on, like, supporting small businesses, but at the same time, it's backfired on me a lot of times because I like support you and like all right like I'm going to hire you to do this for me and then it ends up n- not being what I asked for it's like the product is shitty that you're giving me and oh, like sucks. I sit here and yeah. spend $300 on shit that I'm not using now so like I'm losing money by supporting right. you so if you want to have a business you better be get the fuck up and put the effort in to make it something that people actually want to buy yeah. so like you need to sell stuff that you would be happy buying purchasing um, you need to be organized with your work and you need to invest in, in yourself and, you know, invest in like the photos, invest in the website that you're going to
0: sell this on. Like, just you need to invest in, in your work. OK, so I know that you were talking about also starting your own fashion line, right? Mm-hmm. 1989 Closet. Yes. OK, so you're talking about starting your own fashion line. So what do you think you can do to represent all women in your fashion line and in your glasses line? all body types, all skin colors, and why do you think that it's important to do that?
1: So definitely it's funny you ask that because what I want to do moving forward... Right now, I'm having a hard time. Obviously, like, I'm not rich, and I'm not making enough to sit here and, like, fund models and, like, hey, can you promote for me, you know? But I'm hoping that I can pick up and, like, I can find models all different shapes and sizes. That's always been my thing, and it's been my thing because... Um, We did a photo shoot for people, for a woman's clothing line. Mm -hmm. One of my cousins hit me up and she's just like, yo, I don't see no like big sizes on that website. Like whose website is this? Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling like shit. Cause I'm like, yo, that's fucked up. Like I always wear medium and it's kind of an average size, I guess, you know? Like, so anywhere I go, I can shop and they're always going to have a medium, Mm -hmm. but like, I never took into consideration like a large or an extra large and how people don't have those sizes, which is one of the big reasons why I love doing sunglasses because there are no sizes. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) shades for the most part can fit like any face. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I don't have to limit myself to like the skinny girls or just the thick girls. Like it's just, just variety, like all women, you know what I'm saying? And men even. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you do men's too?
1: I, so this is the funny thing. I personally feel like the styles that I have online, I feel like men can rock them. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe that's something. But I haven't found any models, like any male models okay. that would be willing to like sit here and like, you know, film the shades. But it's funny because sometimes I try to throw the shades on John and I'm like, put them on. Let me see. <laughs> and I like the way they look on him. Yeah. But he's like, babe, come on. Like, you know, it's and it's only because there's women photographed on the website.
0: Yeah yeah how do you juggle um being a full-time mom and having a full-time job and then also having time to run a business um so i'm tired
1: all (laughs) the time first of all (laughs) but so when we wake up in the morning like so how i juggle it i i told john to quit his job he was working as a radio tech Mm -hmm. and he was working in new york and so he was like gone last year he was gone all day long So I would have to wake up, like take care of the kids. I would do my nine to five and I work from home. So it wasn't like that hard. But then I was like with Rosie, who was a baby, I was pregnant and it was just too much for me. Like I personally, I couldn't do it. So I had told John, like, you got to quit your job. Like there's no, there's no choice. So once we started getting comfortable with like photography, shooting photography, like he's been getting gigs ever since. That helps me like a trillion percent because he doesn't work during the week. So during the week. Like, on a Monday, I will wake up. John would take the two older boys to school. We have the two younger ones here. Um, I do my 9 to 5 in the garage. So, mm-hmm. I'm happy that I have, like, that, like, um, it's pretty lenient that I could just be home and work. I don't have to travel. But, you know, it gets just a little hectic. Yeah. John stays with the kids mostly. You know, I'll try to help as much as I can. And then at 5 o'clock, we, John starts cooking dinner. That's when I'm off from work. So, now I can start helping him more he he always cooks i don't cook everybody fucking knows that i suck at cooking like he's a fucking chef yo i can compete like sometimes i get intimidated even trying to so he'll cook and i'll take that time to like bathe the kids Mm -hmm. you know once like six seven o'clock comes food is ready like we're feeding the kids and then at like eight o'clock everybody's in bed so at eight o'clock is when we start working so it's a sacrifice of like sleep um yeah. and the sacrifice that's, that's really, just like that's us, what it takes our time you know yeah. like i i'm used to coming home from work and like me and john have dinner with the kids and then we watch tv like love and hip-hop was our shit like we always watched it but like we don't have time for it no more like we don't yeah. have time to sit
0: and watch tv it's just a sacrifice that we have to make to mm-hmm. make things work but yeah it's a sacrifice but it definitely oh. is It definitely <laughs> is a sacrifice Yeah, it's a sacrifice of time of sleep exactly it really is it's also a sacrifice of just being with the kids. Like yeah. sometimes I don't yeah. I'm I'm rushing. Even like to your like own alone time, you know? Exactly. Yo, with your, it's with your so husband. funny. Because
1: I always do pedicures by myself and like my pedicure takes me two to three weeks now. Because like On Monday, I'm, like, filing the nails down. And then, like, (laughs) I don't get time again until, like, Thursday that I'm, like, all right, now I'm painting them. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Wednesday, I'm, like, painting the clear top on them. (laughs) And then by the next Monday, I have to, like, start all over again. So it's just, like, you're right. I don't have that anymore. Like... Which is why I cut my hair off. I don't have this. Like, Sundays was my thing to, like, do my treatments and, like, blow my hair for the rest of the week. But I don't have that time anymore. Like, I literally don't. Especially Rosie has, like, this crazy curly hair. And I have to always, like, manage her hair that I don't give a fuck about oh mine God, and like, i just yeah. told john like i need to cut this shit off like i literally do not have the time to do he's my hair so
0: supportive though he's like go ahead girl do it he, i'm what so do
1: happy because when i first met him he was just like no you can never cut your hair like i love your hair and then as i kept like pushing like you know my boundaries with him like i'm like i don't give a fuck i'm cutting it anyway. <laughs> so after when i told him i was cutting it off off
0: he I was, was like,
1: reaction. he was like, go for it. Like, yeah. he's so fucking supportive. Like, I That's swear to God, great. yo, That's he's great. so supportive. That's really nice. Yeah, definitely choke on his dick because he's super. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm free>. Sorry. because <laughs> He's so supportive, right? what guy is going to be like, no, yeah, cut all your hair off? And at first, I thought, I thought he was bullshitting. I thought he was just saying that because he doesn't, like, I thought he was tired of me. Like, bitch, just cut the fucking hair off and shut up because he knows I'm going to keep, like, complaining about it. But, like, when I came home that day... So you hear that, guys? All you need to do is be supportive. (laughs) Exactly. When I came home that day, I was like, babe, I was still... When I cut it, I didn't tell the lady to style it. I said, just cut it. I'm going to go home and blow it and style it how I want to. Mm -hmm. So when I came home, I was just like, the first thing I told him was, it's not styled yet. And he was like, bitch, that shit look good even if it ain't (laughs) styled. And I was like, yes, take your pants off.
0: Yes. No, but he's
1: so, I love him so much. He's He's super supportive.
0: (laughs) All right, well, that is the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Yes, it was thank fun. You. I learned a lot about fashion, <laughs> and about your line. Like, we're going to have um, all of her, we're going to put her website, her Instagram, everything that we need um, in the description. Thank you so much, girl. Yes, thank you, bitch. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> um, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Until next time. Bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>